From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, August 5th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A spokesperson for Ohio State's Nurses Union said the group recognizes that vaccines are critical, but they say the mandate must be negotiated. Andrew Kinsey has more. The group says in order to build trust and ensure safety in the workplace, vaccines must be negotiated between employers and workers. Not uh, coerced. We believe strongly that everyone should be vaccinated unless they have a personal, medical, or religious exception. Now, Ohio State responded, saying in part, we have an existing non-discriminatory vaccine policy and adding the COVID-19 vaccination to the existing policy is critical to protect our community. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A month ago, about 200 people in Ohio were hospitalized with COVID-19. Now the Ohio Department of Health says there are about 800 people hospitalized. U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio weighed in during a conference call with reporters this morning. He says this is a problem created because people aren't getting vaccinated. virus is worse than it was a month ago, and 99%, literally more than 99% of people in hospitals from the coronavirus are unvaccinated people. So if you don't want to get vaccinated for yourself, get vaccinated because you're keeping your friends and your family safe. ODH says the state tallied more than 2,100 new COVID-19 cases yesterday. That's the first time we've seen more than 2,000 cases in a single day since mid-April. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost has named three new defendants in the state's lawsuit involving First Energy Corporation and the largest bribery scandal in state history. More from Tracy Townsend. Two of the defendants are former First Energy top executives, including former CEO Charles Jones and ex-senior VP Michael Dowling. Former Public Utility Commission of Ohio Chair Sam Randazzo is the third defendant. This is all connected to the Larry Householder scandal. Attorney General Yost accuses First Energy of taking part in a bribery scheme to get legislation passed for its benefit. I'm Tracy Townsend. Today is the deadline for Ohio State University students and staff to submit their COVID vaccination status. Tino Ramos has more. According to OSU's president, more than 73% of the university community has completed the vaccination process. The information will help further guide the school's protocols that already include required weekly COVID testing for unvaccinated people, mask wearing for vaccinated and unvaccinated people who are indoors on campus, and mask wearing for unvaccinated people who are outdoors and can't maintain social distancing. On the OSU campus, Tina Ramos. Yesterday marked two years since nine people were killed in a mass shooting in Dayton. Andrew Kinsey says a plan was announced yesterday to build a permanent memorial to the victims. There is now a committee made up of victims, family members, survivors, and area business leaders and residents. Their job is to come up with an idea for the memorial and get community input. Dayton Mayor Dan Whaley says they want to make sure they get this right. These memorials take time. Uh, You know, we are unpacking a lot of pain uh, from the 2019 shooting and we really didn't get uh, we lost a year in this because of the COVID pandemic. Now in the meantime a temporary memorial is set up to remember the lives lost. I'm Andrew Kinsey. While vaccinations continue to be the priority American face mask manufacturers say they could be in danger of going broke. Yolanda Harris reports many of the government contracts funding these companies have dried up. Carla Macklin the owner of Buckeye Mask Company says she's also competing with Chinese mask makers which only cost a fraction of American made face coverings. We had to lay off staff and we're uncertain about finding new contracts the different uh, educational buyers who buy these masks and masks are going to be 
present in the future. We just don't know. Macklin says at the peak of the pandemic, her company was producing 56,000 masks a day. Since then, she's had to lay off all of her 24 employees. I'm Yolanda Harris. Police in and around Columbus have announced results of a crackdown on illegal driving by off-road vehicles within the city. Here's Karina Nova. Jennifer Knight is a Columbus police deputy chief. She says the department has fielded hundreds of complaints about packs of all-terrain vehicles driving and drag racing on both sides of the streets, driving on sidewalks, weaving in and out of traffic, and speeding through neighborhoods. Knight says police impounded 11 ATVs last weekend, recovered two more that were stolen, and also took six guns from riders, including one from a 14-year-old boy. Riders face multiple reckless operation charges. Karina Nova, ONN News. And a call to boycott Ohio-based Kroger is going out on social media. ONN's Tracy Townsend explains. The backlash is over the grocery chain's nomination of Elaine Chow to its board of directors. Chow served as transportation secretary under former President Trump. Customers say they will shop elsewhere. Kroger is celebrating its nomination, saying Chow is an experienced national and global leader with deep knowledge of corporate governance. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.